the dream team. Adam, Bobby, Josh, you got the news feed. It's the big three. It's the dream team. Big three, IDP. Let's go. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big Three IDP Podcast. And, Addy, it's not just any night of the week. It is Christmas morning for us degenerates, us NFL fans, us fantasy lovers. It is the opening night, the opening kickoff of the 2020 NFL season. I'll be honest, even though I had supreme optimism we were going to get to this point and actually have real football in September, there were some dark periods of doubt there where it seemed like uh, maybe the NFL season isn't going to happen, Addy, but we just wrapped up the opening night game here between the Chiefs and the Texans. Football's back. We done it. It was... We uh, done it. mm, It was just, just good to have the sounds and the sights of football back in our lives. It was great, man. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of juicy storylines that I was interested in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was just nice to have it have it back. I and missed I, it. I think that it was even richer by the fact that we didn't have any, you know, preseason games. Training camp looked a lot different. So this was really the first legitimate football action that we'd seen in a while. It was good to have some storylines confirmed. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, very good at football. Yeah, surprisingly didn't get a – I don't think he got a target until like the fourth quarter and he got lit up. He got jacked up, as yeah. they used to say on ESPN. Yeah, so that was, you know, you, you figured that uh, yeah, you, you figured that he would, you know, have like 10 receptions. And no, no, it was, they just fed him the rock. Yeah, pounded the rock to him. So it was uh, surprising. But, yeah, I think he's – that's what you want to see. I think we know that we can expect the uh, – the pass catching to pick up, but you got to love to see that he's able to run between the tackles. Yeah. Then you also have David Johnson, maybe not totally washed up. We knew he was going to be a hold your nose type of volume play there in Houston. Looked all right. Had a nice little night for fantasy owners. Yeah. was decent for sure. Now the pass catching options, um, Will Fuller had a nice little night. Uh, don't know how the you know rest of the pass catchers there are going to work out. Jordan Aikens had a nice game at tight end for the Texans. We know all the, the Chiefs' weaponry is good. Stop throwing Demarcus Robinson the ball. That's a good lesson for Patrick Mahomes. Dude dropped two touchdown passes. Why is he out there? I don't know. Why don't, wasn't it Nicole Hardman and Sammy Watkins as the second and third wide receivers? Fairly certain Demarcus Robinson is like 27-28 now. Like, dude does not have it. No, like, it it's done. Guys, we've, we've, we've seen enough of Demarcus Robinson's no. Just not going to happen. Yeah, CEH with 138 and a touchdown. That was a beautiful uh, debut for beautiful debut. Couldn't have asked for better. It was really, I mean, maybe you could have, you would have wanted to see some more receptions, not a huge game from Mahomes. I think he scored about 26 in our home league. So only threw for two eleven. Yeah. There was a prop tonight. I remember, uh, I think, uh, Ben was talking about it. Mahomes to throw over like, uh, 300 was I think plus plus one thirty. Really? So yeah. two eleven under that. The game hit. The under barely on the points. It was fifty four and a half over under, and it hit fifty four. Uh, I know there were some degenerate gamblers in our league hoping they the Chiefs would punch in that late touchdown. But man, Addy, it's just good to have football back. Great to have it back, and man. to have things to actually talk about. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do a week one preview tonight. But we'll take y'all behind the curtain. It's kind of hard because we don't really know a whole lot more than what we knew. Yeah. 
we've kind the of past been, few months. We've kind of been talking about it already. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on it now that it's in matchup form and you're making lineup decisions. Speaking of which, if you're watching on YouTube or Periscope or on Twitch, where we're extremely popular, Adam, as we know, we don't get called any kind of derogatory terms over there no, at all. Definitely not the C Twitch word. Twitch community loves us. Uh, but if you have lineup questions, I know we're getting on a little late. Y'all should have known, kind of like Kyborg knew that episode was not going to be an hour long, hour and a half. You all knew we weren't going to be getting on during the uh, halftime in the third quarter, so we're coming on a little late. But if you're still up enjoying the show, send in your lineup questions, and we will be happy to answer them on the show. But we're going to hit the week one previews, Addy, and how we're going to do it is we're going to talk about each game. We're going to keep it tight. We're going to keep it right about four minutes, and we're just going to hit what we're calling our green light players. These are guys that we feel confident starting. So we'll mention maybe some guys that are surprisingly on a kind of our yellow light list of... Love that. Uh, I don't feel great about this guy. Adam actually came up with that. I have to give him all the credit. I did. I did. That he did. Beautiful mind. But if we don't mention the guys in the green lights or don't maybe bring them up in the yellow light discussion means you probably should not be starting them in your IDP lineups. This is week one. There's no bye weeks. There's not been a lot of injuries. So you shouldn't be in a situation where you're like, I'm having to make these really crappy lineup decisions at this point. Yeah. Now we get it though. If you have like Derwin James and Neil Hunter, there maybe are a some, bit of a pickle. Yeah. There are some circumstances where you're maybe digging into your bench a little bit, but we're going to try to hit some of those guys. Yep. You know, the ones that we're telling you to stay away from right now there's probably good reason. There's probably a lot of question marks. Their situation is uncertain. They may just not be talented, but maybe they have a name that IDP players recognize, but we don't want you to be fooled. Um, so we're going to hit all these games, and uh, hopefully we'll have some, some, some lineup questions here pop in that we'll get to address. Uh, but, Addy, should we, uh, should we jump into it? Let's do it. All right, and we should mention as well, as we go through, each of us has kind of split up these games. Uh, we've done the prep. We have, uh, you know, what's commonly referred to as starts and sits of the week. But in typical big three fashion, Addy, we had to put a little twist on it. And we're going Mountain Dew-inspired Code Red. This is the player you're going to stay away from. And Game Fuel, this is the guy you're going to inject into your lineup. Sure. Beautiful minds. That was that was me that uh, came up with this idea. We've got drops for it. It's here on the board. Let's hear them. So, well, you'll hear them whenever, you know, the... Oh, you got to wait for it. You, you got to stick around, guys. Yeah. Love that, Josh. I know how to do it. Been doing this a while. So, yeah, you'll hear that whenever the time comes. Um... We will give you our Code Red and Game Fuel picks of the week. Uh, we're just doing it a little bit different, the typical big three way. So let's jump into it here, Addy, and we're going to start off with the Sunday night game. This is Dallas versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it's in that beautiful SoFi Stadium. And again, these are guys that if you've been listening over the offseason, all very familiar names. Nobody's surprising here. But green light for the Dallas Cowboys, Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, and Leighton Vander Esch. Green light for the Rams, Aaron Donald, John Johnson, and Taylor Rapp. Now, the only guys maybe here, Addy, that you could throw in, yellow light guys that we might have some question marks about, but we can debate them. Everson Griffin, um, you know, maybe some of these linebackers like Micah Kaiser or Troy Reeder for the Rams. Get you. 
But I don't know. I think I'm sticking with these six guys on our green light list for both teams. Again, Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, LVE, and then Aaron Donald, John Johnson, and Taylor Rapp. I don't know that I'm really taking my shot outside of those six guys. What about you? No, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be in a situation where you're looking at any of those guys uh, outside of, yeah, those six to eight right there. So, um, yeah, I agree. Everson Griffin, he, you know, I I wouldn't be opposed to start, you know, starting him. You know, if you're in a situation where you have to know Hunter, um, he's a nice option, you know. I mean, I even like, I even, you know, if you have Yannick or somebody like that, Jadavian Clowney, like we'll get to, like, you know, guys that are kind of in these new situations, like Everson Griffin, I think he's going to be, I think even though he's also in a new situation himself. He's been there a little. He's a vet. A little yeah. longer. And I think he's just going to, I don't know, man. It, it, I don't think it's going to phase him or, or, or be much of a learning curve like the others will will have. Yeah, well, we should mention you are in a situation now where you've got to decide between D-Law and Everson Griffin. The two babies here completed a trade That's here true. over That's the past true. week. So yeah. should we take the, the listeners behind the curtain here? We think we owe it to them, Josh. I think so. It was a big boy trade. So I had some, all we do. I had some defense, uh, some excess defense. I was looking to pick up some some offensive guys. You were looking, I think, for, uh, you know, some help at defensive end and defensive tackle. So I sent over Demarcus Lawrence, Ed Oliver, and Christian Kirk for Keenan Allen. It's a nice trade. I think it helped out both sides. I had DeAndre Hopkins was looking to get off my Kirk share just because it didn't really make sense in an ideal world to have that redundant kind of asset from the same team. Love picking up Keenan Allen. It's a little bit of the hard knocks bump, I think. I saw that. I saw that coming. I didn't. I wasn't. Thankfully, they didn't show his 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 bulge. Gross. Yeah, his yeah. his shoulder bulge, his little buddy too much on the show. I think yeah. I probably would have not traded for him had that been the case. Yeah, it's uh, that, I mean that's and that's a big reason why I kind of was okay to get rid of him because you just I've knew. been looking at it a lot, been seeing it a lot. That's probably too much. Now, um, so you have both these guys now. You owned Everson, or you had a share of Everson Griffin before yeah. this trade. You now have Demarcus Lawrence. You're still more comfortable starting Demarcus Lawrence. 100. percent In my situation, I've got Cameron Jordan, um, Demarcus Lawrence, Everson Griffin, Shaq Lawson. There I would go. probably start. I would potentially start Griffin over Shaq Lawson, um, but yeah, that's not that's not a situation that I'm in. You know, I don't have to worry about starting him over Demarcus Lawrence or Cam Jordan. There you go. All right, so that is that game. So let's look now at the Arizona Cardinals versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, a lot of big names on both sides of the ball, but let's start with the Cardinals. We're giving the green light to Buda Baker, Jordan Hicks, Isaiah Simmons. And Chandler Jones, just some no-brainers here. The one that I think we should talk about, as I say no-brainer, I look at Isaiah Simmons' name. Is he already in this no-brainer category for you? Not for me, I don't think. I need to. I need to see it first. You know, I need. I don't know what the snap counts are going to look like there. I mean, they brought a lot of you know new guys in there. We got Devondre Campbell to worry about. Um, Jordan Hicks isn't going to be going anywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean. I love Isaiah Simmons, probably especially in the second half of the season. Just a little cautious to start out the gate. I don't know that I feel comfortable putting him in the lineup. And I don't – I mean, you should have better options. I, I don't I – mean, I feel like in drafts he was going like, you know, linebacker 25 to 35. Yeah. Um, so unless you're starting four. Four linebackers. Probably not on your radar. Yeah. So yeah. – 
Let's talk about the 49ers. Green light, pretty obvious here. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, thank God, off the COVID list. I know Fred's mm-hmm. dad's breathing a little easier tonight with his son off the COVID-19 list. Uh, so Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and Quan Alexander were the green light guys for me, Addy. Anyone off this yellow light list, Eric Armstead, D4, Dre Greenlaw, that you would give the green light to? Um, You know, Eric Armstead's, I mean, he was really good last year. He was. Um, I think the only reason I have a yellow with him is because of the DeForest Buckner impact. What's that going to look like with Buckner gone now? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think Armstead's going to produce. I think he's good in his own right. Um, yeah, I, and I think that the Cardinals are going to run the ball a lot, so I think he's going to have a chance to get some tackles. I mean, he's going to have a chance at, um, at big plays because Kyler does seem to get sacked quite a bit. That's not a very good offensive line. No, it's um, not. I mean, and and I think Armstead typically gets that defensive tackle designation. So, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, he's a he's a top six option for me. I would say yes, and defensive tackle required leagues. If he's designated as such, that's a sleeper where he's a DL. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. probably more of like a – Top 24 option. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, guys like Dre Greenlaw, I'd rather start Fred and Quan and just see what is Greenlaw's role going to be. I know you're a big D Ford guy, but it feels like one of those situations where you probably have better options at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, big D Ford guy. Uh, I don't have him starting anywhere, but he, he was a. Yeah, he was a good value, I think, in drafts, you know, based on his upside, just because, um, I mean, you you know, if you look at what he did last year, and on, I think it was like 300 snaps, he got seven sacks. Um, and so he's not, he's he's got knee issues, so he's never going to be a high snap guy, but you hope that maybe he can get in that 400 to 500 range. And if that happens, I think he has a real good shot at getting, you know, 10, 11 sacks this year. Plus, that San Fran defense actually needs him now that, you know, like you mentioned, they got rid of DeForest Buckner. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like D. Ford. I don't recommend starting him. I mean, it's going to be one of those deals. Like, if, if you can handle the risk, you know, he's got the sack upside. When he's out there, he's he's explosive, and there's a chance he's going to make a play. Um, but you just you don't know what the snaps are going to look like. He could whiff, he could whiff this week and give you a big goose egg. Yep. And I think that's the reason I had Devondre Campbell as a yellow light and Isaiah Simmons as a green light is because with Simmons, if he gets the play that I'm hoping he will, I'm banking on a big play. Interception, force fumble, that sort of thing. We know Devondre Campbell, he's a tackle machine. He's going to give you a safe floor. But I'm more chasing that high upside with Simmons, especially just if you if you drafted him in the rookie draft. You've been hearing the hype all off season. Yeah. I was telling I was telling somebody earlier today. I just want to roll the dice with these guys that we're all excited about because I don't want to have those guys on my bench after an off season of hype and go, why didn't I start them? That was so dumb. Yeah, I don't want to have regret. Eddie. I hear you. I hear don't you. Don't want to have regret. You draft these boys, you need them to produce now. That's right. I want to be proud of them on the field, right. not on my bench. Show everyone what you've done. Look who I started. Look how far advanced I am. It's a glory play. I'm all into glory plays, absolutely. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the no Seattle use. Seahawks and Atlanta Falcons. Not a lot of juice in this game on the defensive side of the ball. I'm not going to lie. Green light for Seattle. It's just Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams. That's it. 
Green light for the Falcons, Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, and Grady Jarrett. So, um, yeah, I mean, even the yellow-white guys don't really light my fire for either side. K.J. Wright and Quandre Diggs for the Seahawks. Dante Fowler, Foise Luakun, none of those guys are cracking my lineup in any kind of league. You're in deep trouble if you're like, should I start K.J. Wright? You probably drafted really poorly. Yeah, that's you weren't listening to us. Uh, weren't and, paying attention. And, you know, Jordan Brooks is there. I mean, he's uh, he's got potential, but I wouldn't start him this week. Um, that's just kind of how it goes for these rookies. Like like we saw tonight with Willie Gay. We did. We I, felt really good about Willie Gay. Didn't get a lot of run. No. Finished with like, at one tackle. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's – If we had had preseason, maybe we had seen <laughs> Willie Gay. Hmm, not getting a lot of run with the starting linebackers. They really love this Damian Wilson and Anthony Hitchin fellows. Which, I mean, that's not going to last. That's not going to last, though. I mean, Willie Gay yeah, will be, be the patient. guy. We just got a little excited. You know, sometimes they do let these rookies, you know, roam free week one. And we were just kind of banking on that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I am kind of intrigued by Dante Fowler. I mean, I think, you know, lined up next to Grady Jarrett, that's super nice. Um, and it's a pretty good matchup. You know, Seattle's not – they don't have the best offensive line. Um, Russell Wilson, can, I know he's really good at escaping pressure and all that stuff, but, you know, he can get sacked too. Um but yeah, I mean, you're probably you're probably not in a situation where you're going to have to start him. Hopefully, but um, this is one of those games where I feel really good about the green light guys. Like yeah. if I've got any of these guys you're in my lineup, not yeah, it's not a lot of not a lot of juice lot of here, sexy man. Sexy names here because you get into the kind of the red light guys: L.J. Collier, Puna, Four, Jerron Reed, Tack McKinley, Demonte Kazee. I mean, no, no, thank you, no thanks. These should be, these are. For the most part, depending on your league size, all guys that are going to be on your waiver wire and cool. should be. Cornerback option, though, for Greenlight, Trey Flowers would be a good yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. He's always solid. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll hit on some of the cornerback options. We're, we're by no means, you know, um, cornerback experts, but we'll we'll we weigh can, in when we, we see a juicy matchup. We dabble. We do dabble. That's a, good, that's a good way to put it. Well, let's move on from this dud of a IDP matchup and talk about one, well, not as many good options necessarily on the Philadelphia side, but the Washington side we are very excited about. This is the Eagles versus the football team of Washington. That's still going to be very weird to get used to saying. Mm-hmm. Green light for Philadelphia, not a lot. Uh, I had Fletcher Cox. Uh, green light for Washington, Chase Young, Landon Collins, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat, the sweet man. Uh, and then a lot of guys... For Philadelphia, not that there's not IDP value to be found there, I just have so many question marks. Javon Hargrave, Nathan Gary, Brandon Graham, TJ Edwards, Jalen Mills. I mean, I'm starting Brandon Graham, so you could move him up into that green light category, but he's in my IDP flex. He did not crack. I don't see him as a top 24 defensive end option. He would be in that 24 to 36 range for me. So, again, depends on your league size. We know there will be value in these Eagles linebackers as well. Mm-hmm. Don't know who they're going to be. Exactly. No idea. Yeah. Same thing with Washington. It's kind of funny how similar situations here. Thomas Davis, Cole Holcomb, those would be the guys out of Washington I'd probably pick. But who knows? It could be uh, Sean Dion. It could be Sean Dion <laughs> for all we know. And so I'm just staying away. That's what you'll see. There's a lot of nebulous situations that – yeah. Just avoid it. We need to see – you'll hear us say it a lot. We need to see the snap counts. 
We need to see, you know, that's what tells us the stories. We talked about it a lot this offseason, how important they are. Well, that's going to, you know, we need to know who's getting the snaps because that's where the stats come from. And this is the first season in memory. It just is hilariously fitting that it's the first one we've done, you know, preview episodes for this podcast where we have almost zero intel to go off of besides limited training camp reports. Yep. So in the in this year of uncertainty, what we're going with here for week one is what we know for certain. That's the overriding theme. We'll start to develop a better idea, a clearer picture of how this season is going to shake out with certain IDP assets once we have some data to go off of. So I'm just sticking to the guys that I know for sure. If, listen, our listeners, they listen to us. I mean, they, they're going to be having good lineups. They're not going to be starting some of these bums that we're talking about. I Hopefully trust not. Them. And everyone, I swear, I swear to God, if, if all of our listeners don't have A.J. Johnson on their squads, I'm going to be very disappointed in them. Yeah, we might no have to disown No excuse for that. You. No excuse for that. You know he's what he's doing to those trees out there. We've given you plenty of warnings. There is no tree that is spared in the forest near A.J. Johnson's house. So, uh, next matchup here, Addy, we have, it's a, you know, we've, we've talked about this defense a little bit. There are actually some startable assets. We're not going to give them the complete shade here. But it's the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. And, um, you know, this is a very faint green light. It's it's yeah. flickering. The electricity's not doing so well. Avery Williamson, Bradley McDougal, Marcus May, just because of the, the hype. I mean. Two of those three, are, I think, are banged up. And yeah. Not, you know, we're so, not certain that Avery Williamson is going to get a full work workload. I mean, I know he, they've eased him back. Bradley McDougal is new to the team. Marcus May is adapting to you could honestly cast all these guys as yellow lights. Marcus was May was getting to, Marcus May was getting a like great reviews. Like they're saying he was going to be the Jamal Adams uh, you know, he's going to fill in that role. Um and then he got hurt. Yeah. So Keep an eye on the injury report. We're going to have the pod coming out with Lisa's, Dr. Lisa's on Saturday to help get you ready with all the final injury reports from tomorrow, Friday. So keep an eye on that and see, because uh, I saw a lot of guys today that were getting added to this list, like Kenny Galladay mm-hmm. and Quentin Nelson. Corlin Sutton. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes that you need to be paying attention to that are having these very late injuries. So, you know, you could ease. I was trying to give a little bit of optimism. The Jets, I feel like, just need a little something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just throw them some kind of bone, for God's sakes. They got Adam Gase as their coach. Man, there's not much, so There's not much to cling to there. That life raft is T-tiny. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know that I'm. This is a team you definitely want to be paying attention to, uh, you know, in regards to the injuries. like that, Because there will be tons of value to be had here. Just because this defense gonna, is going to suck. They're going to be out there a lot. Good, good uh, note to fire up your Buffalo Bills offensive players against Absolutely. this team. Absolutely, me and you know? Johnny. Um, I think we're starting Zach Moss in in a, in a few lineups. So I love Zach Moss this week. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of Devin Singletary owners who are shaking in their boots about Zach Moss. Yeah. He feels like a guy that's going to take that backfield, especially with the the whispers from the bushes that were like, oh, Devin Singletary's fumbling a lot in training camp. Uh, yeah. Zach Moss, this may be his job. It's over, bud. Yeah, it's uh, Devin Singletary. Thank can you for hear your services, Devin. The footsteps coming. Uh, so green light for Buffalo. You got Mossed. You guys, you did get mossed. I'm glad we get to bring that back. Uh, Green light for Buffalo, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer. Again, all super-duper safe guys. Uh, Again, 
The linebacker situation, you could also throw Neville Hewitt and Blake Cashman in. Those might end up being the two valuable linebacker yeah. assets from the Jets. Yeah, I think if Avery is is uh, declared out, I would feel most comfortable with Neville Hewitt. Um, but Blake Cashman was going to have value as well. Yeah, especially now uh, that we have James Burgess cut. Um, we know no more Mosley. there's no more Mosley. Yeah, it's... Uh, What's his face, too? Oh, yeah. Amuasor uh, um, went yeah. on um, IR, I believe. Right. So, yeah, it is. There are three guys, really, that you need to be paying attention to. Hewitt, Cashman, and Williamson. We just need to see how the snaps shake out. Yellow light for Buffalo, guys, that we just weren't quite feeling. Ed Oliver, Jerry Hughes, Josh Norman, Tredavious White. Um, I could be talked into Ed Oliver in defensive tackle required mm-hmm. leagues, I think. Yeah. Uh, are you starting him this week in RSO? I've Got Ogan Joby in right now, but I could definitely start Oliver. I mean, this is a now. This isn't a this is a revamped offensive line with one of our favorites, George Fant, starting at right tackle. Makai Becton's been getting rave reviews out of camp. They say this guy could be really special. So, you know, um, that gives me a little bit of pause with Oliver, but I think he's a fine option in defensive tackle required leagues. I'm expecting a big leap. For Ed Oliver this year. Absolutely. I'm expecting you to be filled with a lot of regret, baby. A lot of regret? Yes, sir, old man, filled with regret. You let Ed Oliver go, baby. Oh, me. Me being filled with regret. Sure, when, not me. When Keenan's got 150 targets, uh, I won't be thinking uh, too hey, much hey, about it. You're regret. paying him awful pretty, ain't you? That's right. Yes, hey, sir. You got to pay a premium for the growth. That's hey, an extra that's 20% on top of what that's you're true. paying already. So. All right, Addy, these are your guys, your teams that you hit on. So why don't you kick us off with the green lights for Tampa Bay versus New Orleans? Okay, green lights. Shaq Barrett, side note, Sleeper gave him the DL tag today. Uh, Sleeper had quite a week. Yeah, I guess they. we could touch on that. They... Um, so, you know, we've talked about it a lot. Like, what we, what we love about Sleeper is that they do the dual eligibility, you know, dual designations. You know, you can uh, someone like um, I'm blanking. Is it Darius Smith gets a you know he gets designated as a linebacker, but also a defensive lineman. That's nice. Whereas in like you know most leagues like MFL RSO like uh, Darius Smith is just simply a linebacker, and that's not great for his value. No, it hurts his value a lot. Yeah. So um, that's what we love about Sleeper. We love that we can you know uh, start guys like that on our defensive line. Um, so Tuesday, I think Tuesday, Tuesday like, it all went up in flames at like 10 PM. Yes. There's, they did some update and then all of the guys that had the dual designation, all that went away for like eight hours. There was chaos. <laughs> there was absolute. It's the scene from community where Troy comes back in with the pizza and everything's on fire. Right. Uh, you know, one guy's missing an arm. That's, that was IDP Twitter for about like two or three hours when sleeper did this. Yeah. They messed up and, uh, yeah, we, everyone immediately took to Twitter. We all, uh, we all set our piece and they quickly reversed it they they, they they listened they were like oh crap we've upset a lot of people so credit to them they're a good platform a lot of people want to talk shit about them for some reason i don't i don't i don't know i don't understand that for one because usually they're not users of the platform so yeah. i don't understand this bashing things you don't like or use i don't oh that's twitter adam have that you, is twitter welcome to twitter <laughs> you're a lame ass if you do that stuff a lot yes. just Please heads stop. up stop that stuff no one cares so Shaq Barrett <laughs> is a green light. I love it. 
Uh, that was a nice little tangent. Shaq Barrett, yeah. I mean, especially in sleeper now, like he's he's a legit like top ten option. Um, it, you know, if you're if you got him in sleeper, but either way, even as a linebacker, I mean, he just got that humongous upside that could swing you weeks. I'm okay rolling the di- dice on that. Um, Levante David, obvious. Devin White, obvious. JPP, maybe less obvious, but this guy I think is is still just as dominant. Um, they gave him a nice little extension. I think it was like two years, thirty million. This offseason. Does he have dual designation and sleeper? He has dual designation and sleeper. He got some uh he got a, a new grill this offseason. JPP, baby. I am I love this guy, but such a value in drafts. Um I mean, I'm not gonna be surprised if he finishes with more sacks than, than Shaq. Uh he the the Addie's babies list of players that you just love like with all with your whole heart, Jason Pierre Paul is Absolutely on that list. 100%. He may be one of the captains. So, green light for New Orleans. Actually, fewer options here than what we're seeing for the Bucks. But this is a beautiful game. I mean, this is a, there's a lot of nice options here. These, these guys are – these teams are loaded on the defensive side. Uh, Cam Jordan, you know, just a top six defensive end. Uh, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, I know, you know, maybe a lot of people might be hesitant to start him, but I mean, he's going to be walking right into this strong safety role for That's him. That's right. Um, gave him a lot of money. Gave him a lot of money. Multi-year deal. Four years. Yep. I mean, uh, Sean Payton, you know, talked about when he let him go, that was like one of his biggest regrets. Uh, I mean, he just has DeMario Davis really in front of him. That's right. Um, and we know this game's going to be a lot of back and forth. Like there's like a, a potential that he has, you know, a big play or two. Um, Love Malcolm Jenkins. Important note, the Saints don't know if they can play this game yet. I don't know if you saw what I posted in Slack today, but of course every state, they have regulations for what events are allowed to happen under the COVID-19 policies. You would have thought they would have cleared this game with the state of Louisiana, but they actually have not. They do not know yet if they will be allowed to play this game on Sunday. So, just a situation to monitor. You may want to have a backup plan in place in case this game gets canceled. Okay. I'm, I'm not making this up. If you go to Roto World, you will see this as one of the news items. So, are, are they saying it's? they think it's going to get resolved? No, I think it will get resolved. It's the NFL. It's a billion-dollar enterprise, mm-hmm. and I think the state of Louisiana doesn't want to piss off this juggernaut in the sports world. But just a little something to keep in mind. That this game is not 100% going to happen yet. But I hope it does, because I don't think there is a team, like I I think I said this earlier, I don't think there's a team outside of my beloved Colts that I'm more excited to watch than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, agree. Totally new direction on offense. And then the defense, my baby Devin Devin White in there, Levante David, the most underrated superstar of the past decade. These, you know, pass rushers and Shaq Barrett and JPP. I mean, that's just a fun team. Absolutely, dude. Both sides are fun. It's going to be awesome that's, to watch. That was This is the game that I, I'm most looking forward to. Absolutely. Um, and it's the Saints, too. Yeah. A, a fun team on both sides of the ball. Yep. Drew Brees last year. Uh, we got Emmanuel Sanders there now. Cannot wait to see that. Alvin Kamara getting uh, the old, uh, what do you call it, the shot in the spine. Yeah, that was the... Uh, Not... Not great. What do they call that? It's what women get. Epidural. Whenever. Yeah, epidural. Thank you. Yeah. Um, other guys, you know, that are on my radar, like Jordan Whitehead, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., 
Uh, but I'm not going to play those guys just yet. I mean, you should probably have better options than those that, than those at safety. Um, but definitely should be on your radar. Should should probably be rostered because I think those guys. I mean, there's going to be some value there at that safety spot in Tampa Bay. Um, just not for sure who it's going to be yet. But you know, I like Winfield Jr. a lot. I like his upside. Absolutely. And, and but you also like Whitehead as well. Sure. Yeah. So one of those situations to monitor, see where the snaps fall, see what happens this first week, and then we'll make a determination from there. So let's talk about uh, our boys, Bless the Knees, just previewed this game on their show this week, brought on their first guest to talk about it, some Green Bay fans they knew. I'm sure that had to hurt. This is a rivalry game. Yeah. It would be like me bringing on a Titans fan and not wanting to punch them in the mouth uh, multiple times throughout the show. But let's talk about the Packers versus the Vikings, Addy. I see a lot of names here listed in our green light. Yeah, it's the Darius Smith. He gets the DL tag on Sleeper. I mean, even if, you know, he's a linebacker in your league, I think he's still worth a start, similar to Shaq Barrett. Just huge upside. Uh, Christian Kirksey, this is a guy that we think has has the potential to finish the year as a top 12 linebacker. Um, he just has to stay healthy. But, man, this guy is, has a real shot at uh, 150 tackles this year. Uh, Kenny Clark, I know he kind of was disappointing for the majority of the year. But, I mean, it's a great matchup. They're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, Minnesota's offensive line isn't that great. Um, Kenny Clark is, I mean, it's going to be hard to, to probably be better at defensive tackle if, you know, if, if you got Kenny Clark on your team, um, cornerbacks, uh, Kevin King, Jair Alexander. Yeah. And cornerback required leagues. Kevin King was really good last year. I believe Alexander wasn't a slouch either. I'd probably take King over Alexander if I'm picking between the two. Um, so yeah, if you're in a CB required league, go grab Kevin King. I think he'd be a nice start. Yep. Solid options. So for Minnesota, um, Eric Hendricks. Fetty Odenigbo, Yannick Ngakwe, Harrison Smith. I'm a little hesitant on Yannick. I just think it's a lot to expect uh, instant production. You know, I think it's it, – it, it remind. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to Clowney last year. Just, you know, I don't think he performed up to what we thought he should have just because it was just so new, and I think there's a lot of learning involved. Um, you know, kind of a complex scheme that he was having to learn there in, in Seattle – I think it's going to be kind of the same thing in uh, Minnesota with Yannick. Um, but, you know, I mean, they're, they're from, I'd say for most teams, you probably drafted him as defensive end too. So I think he's worth it, uh, but I would I would be ready Temper to. Temper your expectations. Yeah. yeah. And we should mention that both of these guys obviously get a bump with Daniil Hunter being placed on IR. Yep. That was some big news that broke in the IDP world. Most of you have probably heard that at this point. But if you haven't, Daniil Hunter is going to be out at least for the first three games this season. Yeah. And, I mean, that was, you know, he hadn't practiced since mid-August. And that was a little bit of a, you know, we all kind of brushed it off like, oh, he's cool. Just um, maintenance, he'll be fine. It's a little, you know, tweak. Yeah, because there were some murmurs, you know, when when we traded for Yannick, like, is this more serious? And and uh, it turns out, yeah, it it was. So, um, hope hope for hope for the best for him, just because I mean, he changes our defense when he's out there. Like, I'm not, we are not um, a very good team. I think without him, that's true. He's one of those. He's like Aaron Donald level player. Yeah. Derwin James level player where your team is just not the same without that guy there. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be very worried um about Minnesota if 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 it's gonna be longer than these three games. Yeah, hopefully it won't be and I didn't know IR 
that there was this short. Is this new because of COVID? I guess so. I always thought IR was um, like eight games, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like a good lengthy portion of the season. I didn't know there was this short term three game IR now. Yeah, I, think I don't must know. Must be some kind of new wrinkle. Need to brush up on them rules, I reckon. I guess so, but yeah, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith. I'm starting both these guys in our main league. Yeah, um, supremely underrated. I think we've talked about it before. You know, Eric Kendricks was, I believe, you said originally the highest graded linebacker yeah. by PFF. Yep, just an absolute underrated, unheralded superstar. And I think he could have a you know his best year yet, just because I mean, like we mentioned, I don't think that defense is as good as it's been in years past, and especially not now without Hunter. I mean. Um, What's this, Michael Pierce, when he opted out? That was a that was a low-key, big-time blow for the actual Vikings defense. Lost Linval Joseph. Yep. Lost Everson Griffin. Yep. Like, I mean, this is not the same team. Yep. Um, so I think you're gonna you're gonna see these linebackers and safeties have a chance to, you know, have career highs and tackles. Um I mention uh the yellow lights yet, Joshy? Not yet. All right, so for Green Bay, Preston Smith, I mean he gets the linebacker tag, just big play, big play dependent. Um, but, you know, I mean, you can do worse than that. Uh, Darnell Savage, a guy that I do like this year, I, I'm, I have kind of high expectations. I think that he's the safety to own. Um, but I'm not ready to start him this week. And I, and I imagine that most teams aren't in a situation where they need to start him. You probably have him as your safety three or four. Or, yeah. he's, or he's on the waivers. That's right. So someone to probably keep on your, on your radar. Uh, yellow light for Minnesota, Anthony Harris, Anthony Barr. Same thing for both these guys, just big play potential. Not a guy that I feel comfortable having in my lineup. Um, I know Anthony Harris had, I think, seven interceptions last year. I just don't bank on that happening again. Um, but you can do worse. I mean, if, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're uh, not not concerned with with risk and and you want the upside, go for it. Yeah, uh, not risk right now week one just get you a w play yeah. it smart i'm I, not going for a lot of big swing for the fences types on these on these games here yeah anthony harris he gets a you know he has a big name but he's not really relevant for idp i see he he's owned in quite a bit of leagues he gets drafted in quite a bit of leagues and i'm always like hmm. mm. he's not that good he's, he's a not, guy that you could get off waivers probably you don't have to roster him right now he should be on your waivers yes. probably i mean um and also, Minnesota doesn't really use him properly. They use him as off-ball linebacker. He's really like I would love to see him as like an edge, yeah, type defender. Well, like a, and he may, and he honestly could get the chance potentially. I that's mean, true. We'll see. We'll see if Zimmer gets creative. I was going to say we know Zimmer's a good defensive coach. Let's see if he can utilize this guy properly. But let's talk about the Cleveland Browns and Baltimore Ravens. A uh, lot of IDP talent. This is our; these are two squads with a lot of guys that I think you can fire up and have confidence in. So let's start with the Browns, Addy. Who are you saying get the green light, baby? Go. A lot of IDP talent, but a lot of probably unknown names here outside of uh, Old Helmet Puncher. Old Helmet Puncher, Miles Garrett. I mean, this is the guy that I think is going to be the defensive end one this year. Um, yeah, no brainer. You never, ever, ever bench Miles Garrett. Duh. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, I think he's a great option for you in defensive tackle league. Same with Sheldon Richardson. Um, I'll probably put Ogunjobi first, but, I mean, Sheldon, Rip- Rip- Sheldon Richardson has huge weeks himself. I know he had a really good finish to last year, so um, he's an option. Sion, uh, uh, Taki Taki. That's right. Get you Taki Taki. Get you Taki Taki. I mean, he's going to be the guy by default now. Um, Mac Wilson's out. 
I think they got uh, BJ Goodson probably going to get some play. I mean, he's he's an interest, but you have Jacob Phillips there as well, the rookie. Yeah, but I'm taking the guy that was there last year that was probably going to be starting alongside Mac Wilson, guy that we liked, you know, last year. Is Taki Taki going to be the green dot? I mean, it looks like it. I would love to have Mikey Dubs weigh in here. These 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 are these we are his have boys. Mikey Dubs on here soon. We do, and because he could probably shed some light on who he thinks it's going to be. But my guess is it's going to be Taki Taki. Because there's which, a lot. I mean, that's a lot of uncertainty on that Cleveland team now. Yes, it is. Um, uh, cornerback options. Denzel Ward. He's always a nice option. I've 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 had him in a few leagues, and he's always been. You know, he has big play potential every week. Greedy Williams, another nice option. Uh, green light for Baltimore, Calais Campbell. We've discussed how we think he's going to have a bounce back year as far as sacks go. I know he had he had a good amount of pressures last year. He ended up with over seventy. He just didn't get home on a lot of sacks, but he's also dealing with Yannick and Josh Allen. So um, look for him to have a nice bounce back. He's in a you know I think he's rejuvenated and all that. Patrick Queen, I yes, expect sir. him to come out the gate. You know this ain't going to be like Willie Gay. Um, We've heard nothing but hype out of Patrick Queen. They also have nothing. There's nothing him. there. Yeah. With the Chiefs, I I just really thought it was a situation where they're going to say these guys we have just aren't that great. And Willie Gay, I guess maybe he just didn't pick up on it as fast as what they needed for this kind of early week one game. You know, prime time Thursday kickoff game. I don't even. Th- I mean, I feel like coaches get too cute. Let's just let's just throw them in the fire. Let them learn See on the run. Like. You know what you have in these two guys. Right. They've been there. There's a reason you drafted Gay, but there were guys that could have started in front of him. Gay will get his chance. Yeah. I think Patrick Queen, though, gets that chance week one right off the bat, 100% of snaps if he's able to handle it. Yep, agree. Uh, Matt Judon, you know, big play potential, but, you know, you, he's a great option as if he's your linebacker three or four. Chuck Clark, um, I think he just. I think you just expect consistent numbers from him. I mean, he's like a, a nice safety two for you. Um, cornerback options: Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. Just picked up Marcus Peters, actually. Nice. Yeah, I'm not off Peters. Nice. I love I'm, I'm on Peters. I, remember that. I, remember I gave that. him 500k. It's a TBT right there. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a big deal, but uh, I do like. I mean, he, him, and Marlon Humphrey were the Ravens' two highest scoring IDP options last year. Let's not forget that. Yeah. These guys were both really good last year. Yeah. And I mean, Peters, I think, you know, he benefited from the bit from the interceptions and I think he had maybe a couple pick sixes. So that's mm-hmm. inflated his numbers. I expect him to maybe level out a little bit, but I mean, he's not that good of a corner. They're going to get thrown on because teams are going to be down because that's a really good offense. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I expect, I expect those two to be relevant again. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, a couple guys here that you could look at, um, you know, guys that we like especially. We really like Malik Harrison. He's the linebacker there alongside Patrick Queen, the rookie. I think this is going to be a youth movement in the linebacking core for the Ravens. We also like Ronnie Harrison. We should mention traded over from the Jags. The tank continues in Jacksonville. And... I, I think we have some hesitancy just because he's fresh to the team. We don't know what that role is going to look like. Uh, they have some other safeties there and Andrew Sandejo and Carl Joseph. So we'll see. I think Ronnie Harrison is going to earn that playing time. There's a reason they traded for him. He's a good young player, but not really looking at any of these safeties with any kind of confidence. Yep. I agree. I mean, I love Ronnie Harrison. I've got him in a lot of places, but can't start him yet. 
All right, Addy, let's keep this train rolling and talk about the one of the teams from Hard Knocks. We already talked about the other one. This is the Los Angeles, almost said Clippers, but it is the Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, again, these are two IDP talent-rich teams. Let's hit on some of the guys that we're excited about. Okay, Joey Bosa, he's never leaving, leaving your lineup. Uh, Melvin Ingram, he's probably more of like a DE3-4 type for you. You might have better options. Um, Desmond King, I mean, with all the injuries and everything going on there, I mean, he's he's got a chance to probably play some safety this year. Um, but either way, I mean, he's, he's one of the better corner options out there for you. Uh, Linval Joseph, I think he's a really solid defensive tackle option. The aforementioned mightily missed Linval Joseph there from Could Minnesota. You. Could yeah. use you, Linval. Come on back, Linval. We, we'll welcome you back. I mean, I don't think LAC is going to be much fun this year. Um, yeah, that, that kind of just feels like the heart's been ripped out of that team with Derwin James. That was horrible watching that on Hard Knocks, knowing it was coming. Mm. They had this great montage. Derwin's just swagging out, talking about how he should have his own shoe. Mm-hmm. If he had been healthy last year, he'd already have his own shoe. Mm-hmm. He's kicking ass in practice. He looks great. And then he has the knee injury. Yes. Non-contact, nothing really serious. And it was so sad because Melvin Ingram, who, by the way, is looking – a little bit thick with two C's. I'm not quite sure old Melvin is in the best of shape. Yeah. Um, so he could be. Uh, it could just be, he just, you know, he looks big. He's bulky. He's a bulky guy. Hey, his numbers have kind of tailed off. Didn't they have, like, some contract? Weren't he, they a little hesitant on the contract He got stuff? his contract fully guaranteed. They basically threw him a bone to get him back on the field. Was not a new deal. But it's, So it's done after this year. Yeah, I think he's still on the current deal that he had. So they just guaranteed all of his salary. So I, I look for him to probably part ways at the end of this year. I would say that's right. And um, so, yeah, but Melvin Ingram was like, bro, are, is it just a cramp? Like you could tell he was yeah. almost trying to will that situation to a more positive resolution. Yeah, but, the whole team. I mean, that's that's the season right there. Yep. That's it. So let's so snake pit, man. They really are, especially Derwin, man. It's just hard. I mean, I know there's there's owners out there, managers who are trying to figure out what should I do with Derwin James. Yep. And I don't blame you at this point if you want to move him. If you want to move on and go another direction, don't blame you. If you want to hold him, don't blame you for that either. But I I don't really know what the right answer is because it seems like this is a guy maybe maybe it's just being involved with the Chargers, just a cursed cursed franchise cursed player. I think you just hold him at this point. I mean, you, you're not going to get anything. The for most him. you're going to get is maybe a second round pick. Oh, that I was thinking third would be generous. I mean, at that point, I'm, why would you move him? For that's that? that's the th- that's the thing. I don't think you're going to get fair value. Yeah, I think you're going to get a bunch of low ball. Offers. You get a second, probably jump on it. Yeah, I would say that's probably fair at this point. If I had, if I was loaded up with picks, I would consider it. I mean, if I had you know multiple seconds next mm-hmm. year, I'd maybe toss one out to the. Why not? Owner. What if he comes back and he's fine, and this was just a freak accident? You know, that's that's what we're hoping for. We want Derwin James back on the field. There's players that do this. You know, there's players that get injured at the beginning of their career, and then they grow into their bodies, and then they don't do it as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. They so, finish out puberty. Sure. They find themselves. Sure. They come into their manhood. Sure. I'm still sure. waiting for puberty to finish, honestly. I can't wait. I cannot My wait. voice will crack sometimes. <laughs> I've heard all about it, man. It's unpredictable. I got hair in places I didn't expect. Yes, sir. All right, speaking of hair in places you didn't expect, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know how that transitions, but we're going to go with it. I think it works. 
Um, okay, so Carlos Dunlap, um, always underrated, but uh, super solid option. Uh, Sam Hubbard, Von Bell, Jermaine Pratt, Jesse Bates, Geno Atkins uh, for defensive tackle required leagues. Now, one guy I think that people may say, really, is Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt, yeah, that might have been a little bit of a stretch. I just feel confident that he's going to be the guy week one. Uh, I mean, he could very much lose a job. I mean, they they did bring in like three or four other linebackers this offseason. Um, but, I mean, it, it's going to be – I think it's going to be him and Josh Bynes to start. Um, and I think that – I think that they'll bring Bynes off on third down. Um, but I think Pratt's going to be out there for all three downs. Unless Bynes is the green dot. Uh, I just Bynes is not good in coverage. I don't see him being out there for third down. You think Pratt will be the guy that's on the field all three downs? Yep. Well, that'll be good to see. Now, a guy on the other side that you could be asking, wait, where's this guy? Why is he not a green light? Kenneth Murray. Are you just not quite sure him, Drew Tranquil? Are you just wanting to see how it shakes out? Pretty much. I'm not sure how it's going to go yet. Um, and plus, Kenneth Murray was dealing with an, an injury issue. Um, I don't know how that – I haven't been checking up on him. But, yeah, I mean, I just don't – I mean, because if you look at the depth chart, like, it's 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 all out of whack. They got, like, Denzel Perryman and, and White. But if you if you followed the beat writers all offseason – it's been a lot of Drew Tranquil talk, like a lot of good pub on him. Um, and Kenneth Murray as well. So I think, I mean, those are the two that I would imagine it would it should be, but we know the wonkiness with, with these linebackers. Yeah, and anyone that is looking at these depth charts that came out after the cutdowns, anybody that's played fantasy for a while knows these are put out by PR interns. Yes. It's laughable. They do not matter. They do not matter. So listen to the beat reporters, the guys that had boots on the ground throughout training camp. Make sure you're listening to the right, the ones that report for that team. Yes. I mean, don't listen to just any beat reporter. The ones that report for that team. Yes. Get get your sources. Get plugged in. But, yeah, the drum beat has been for Drew Tranquil, Kenneth Murray. But there is enough uncertainty there. We know the linebackers for the Chargers have been a pain-in-the-ass position for far too long, so I don't blame you if you have a little bit of hesitancy with Kenneth Murray. I'm starting him this week, but I don't blame you if, you, if you're if you not. And Perryman's good. I mean, he's solid. I mean, he's never healthy, but he's he's a solid linebacker. Same with White. I mean, they're, they're solid pieces. So, um, All right, some uh, – some safeties, though, that I'm kind of hesitant on. Uh, Rashawn Jenkins and Asir Adderley. They're on my radar, but I'm not going to start them. Um, Names but, I've heard floated as replacements for Derwin James. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rashawn was the guy that came in last year, you know, primarily for him, um, and did a good job, you know, solid on tackles. Nasir Adderley, he was hurt last year, um, but fully healthy now. A lot of upside. I like him a lot. Um, but we'll see. I don't know what the role is going to be. It's just it's just hard to figure out with this team. We'll we'll have a once we have this this all these snaps and all the info from week one, we'll we'll be able to make better decisions. Man, that safety situation. I don't know if we're going to have a lot of clarity on that one. I think yeah. the Chargers are going to be figuring it out as they go. Good point. And that this team, I mean, there's no clarity ever on them. So ever. we'll never try and read into what they're going to do. We're never going to ever trust that team. The only thing we know for sure is Keenan needs to get that thing drained. Sure. For everyone's sake, Keenan. All right, last game here for you, Addy. You got the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, green lights. 
A little more abundant for Chicago, not so much for Detroit. Yeah, pretty tough. Uh, Chicago, we got Akeem Hicks. Welcome back. Although he's kind of banged up. Um, Can Akeem just please be healthy? So we're gonna so monitor that. I mean, if he's out there and playing, I, I would start him. Uh, Roquan Smith, obviously, he should be in, in in store for a huge year. He's not wrapping his Lamborghini around a right. light pole at him. That's right. He's a bad person. Uh, Danny Trevathan, super underrated. One of the best values in drafts. Remember, they brought back Trevathan and let Nick Kwiatkowski go. Yep. That tells you what they think about Danny Trevathan. Both those guys were free agents, and they picked Trevathan. Yep. Uh, Kyle Fuller, you know, in NCB required leagues. Um, Detroit, only yeah. a couple options here that I saw. Yeah, Trey Flowers and Tracy Walker, who I'm a little scared of now that uh, we had Sean on. You know, Sean's been saying uh, – that Tracy was splitting time with uh, Will Harris. If that happens, I will be mucho, mucho sad. <laughs> we be just, very sad. Like, who's the safety? Because you have Buddha. Oh, but what if Isaiah Simmons plays more safety? Jamal Adams is in Seattle now. We don't know what that's going to look yeah, like. We don't Derwin's on the shelf. There's going to be no safeties. No safeties. No safeties in Jordan Poyer is going to be the safety one, I that's think, right. is who Johnny threw out that's there. right. So what about Khalil Mack, Addy? How are you looking at him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Khalil Mack, uh, especially in sleeper. He gets the DL tag. Um, in leagues where he's just labeled as a linebacker, not so much. Uh, I mean, I literally salary dumped Khalil Mack in our main league. Wow. Because he's a linebacker. Yeah, and you, you had you. I've you got had plenty like, of linebackers. Yeah, five or six. Yeah, he would have been like an LB six or seven for me. Yeah. Five or six guys that are getting like seven, eight tackles a week, and that's not Mack. You know, you're, it's you're not. relying on the strip sacks and the big plays and – he does get him, but um, yeah, I don't know. He's not going to be. He's not going to be on a lot of my teams this year. No, agreed. Now, what about uh, the linebackers for Detroit? Jelani Tavai, Jamie Collins. Uh, I think after talking to Sean and Nate, it was more a situation of the ambivalence they felt towards this group made me think. I think I'm going to take my shot elsewhere. This is not necessarily an indictment on either of those guys. It's more um, an admission that we don't really know. We don't really know how this is going to shake out right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. If there's one I'm going to have to start, it's probably Jamie Collins. I, would I agree. Just, I just think that he's going to be – I mean, he's going to have big weeks. I mean, he, he's a – you know, he's a he's one of those type of linebackers that does a little bit of everything. He gets tackles and he gets, you know, sacks and stuff. So, um I think they'll, you know, they'll utilize him similar to how they they did New England, and uh, yeah, I imagine he'll be out there a good amount. So, great value. I mean, cheap, free. You probably have better options though over Jamie Collins. I hope so. But just, I mean, on the off chance that he has a repeat of last year, I mean, he's he's, you know, keep him on your squad. There are some leagues like our ESPN Listener League. That's probably a league where I'd start Jamie Collins. We both faded the hell out of linebacker. Yes. Went offense early, and I'm in a situation now where I've got, I think, Jelani Tavai starting alongside Jayon Brown. So there are situations where... Yeah, that, that leak's like pretty hilarious. Like I have a lot of guys that I never roster. No, because I'm like, I probably should have grabbed some linebackers a little earlier in this auction. Yeah, I think I'm starting like Miles Jack, Jermaine Pratt. It's a little grody, I'm not going to lie. Was kind of checked out of that draft be honest. Yeah, I think you were grilling. Uh, <laughs> you were at a neighborhood movie party. Yeah. So yeah. it was a little little something else going on. But, Addy, before we move on to the games here that I'm going to help us preview, give us your Game Fuel and Code Red 
picks of the week. Do you have these or do we need to come back? Do I need to give you some more time to, to digest and ruminate? Yes. Okay, we'll come back. We'll come back. I've got mine in the doc, so we'll we'll touch on those here in just a bit. But I've got a nice little five-pack of games that we're going to talk about here, starting with my beloved Indianapolis Colts. Green lights, pretty obvious, at least in my mind as a Colts fan. You know Darius Leonard, LB1, biggest no-brainer start in IDP. DeForest Buckner, um, he's one of the few defensive tackles that transcend your league setup, whether it's defensive tackle required or just D-line. Start him anyways. Him and Aaron Donald, top of that list. Put him in your lineup, and you're going to profit from it. Justin Houston, supremely underrated. Remember, Buckner is there, yes, so I have questions about what does that do to Houston, but Kamoko Ture starting the season on the IR. So Houston does not have who will be his defensive inmate with him right now. And even so, I mean, I think I don't think that uh, DeForest Buckner being there is a negative at all. No, I think it's a positive. 100%. I really do. I think, uh, I think he gets a little bit of a bump with Ture being out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kenny Moore in cornerback required leagues. So... Jacksonville. So this doing this preview, I realized I think I had three of the worst defenses in the league to preview here. Jacksonville, <laughs> the Giants, and the Dolphins. Yeah. Start all of your offensive players against these three defenses. They are horrendous. That said, there's still IDP talent uh, here in Jacksonville. We know Joe Schobert. Addie, he might get 38 tackles this game. Yeah, I think so. All the tackles. Just give them all to Joe Schobert. Josh Allen, uh, love his 2020 upside. We know he's going to be a beast. But dampen the expectations here with the Colts O-line. If you think he's going to go out and get you 40 points this week, probably not going to happen. C.J. Henderson, this is a guy to pay attention to. We love targeting rookie cornerbacks, especially against all these Colts weapons. Um, I think he's going to be targeted quite a bit uh, covering these Colts pass catchers. So C.J. Henderson, a green light as well. Some yellow lights worth mentioning. Anthony Walker, Bobby Okariki. I think there's going to be value alongside Leonard. If I have to pick, I'm going Walker, but I'm benching both of these guys this week more than likely. Kari Willis, a guy we've talked up a lot. I think he's going to have a breakout. He should be your safety three. He should not be your safety two right now. Let's just see how things go with him atop the depth chart, getting the full offseason. I'm excited, but I'm not starting him. I've got him in our main league. He's on my bench. I'm starting Harrison Smith and um, Jonathan Abram above him. So that kind of gives you an idea. Uh, Let's just see how it goes. Miles Jack, um, you know my feelings on Miles Jack. You could do worse. For your LB3, you mentioned you're starting him in our ESPN Listener League. So hopefully you just have better options available, though. Yeah, agree. Um, Kari Willis, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of leagues where I faded safety pretty hard, though, and I am going to be having him as, like, my safety, too. So, yeah, there may be leagues where he is, depending on how you approach the draft. Yeah, but Kari Willis, a guy, you know, last year he only got 60% of the snaps, and he still finished with 71 tackles, so, I mean, He's got a hundred tackle upside. We've heard the rave reviews all off season from from some uh, some of the notable guys on defense. Everyone's really excited about Kari. Yeah, love Kari Willis. Huge upside there. Connie was actually the one who told me last season. He said I, I had I had Kari on a five hundred k deal, and he's like, you may want to extend him because he's going to be the safety there 
that that strong safety alongside Hooker. So thank you, little bro. Thank you, bro. Um, so let's move on to the next game here: the Denver Broncos versus the Tennessee Titans. Green light list for Denver, Addy. We're going to start with another player who, alongside JPP, is on your beloved baby squad, A.J. Johnson. We know Todd Davis, surprisingly, was cut. We know what else was getting cut was those whole-ass trees in A.J. Johnson's backyard. What else needs to be said? Start A.J. Johnson. Yep. He's one of the most exciting players this year in IDP for me. Yeah, now the problem with A.J. Johnson is you likely have – three good linebackers in front of him. I'd imagine A.J. Johnson's probably your third or fourth, you know, linebacker you drafted. Uh, so it may be hard for you to, you know, put him in front of some of those other guys, but I think you should. I think he I think he garners, like, top 12 consideration. I would agree. So, I would get him into your lineup however you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, where, where do you – like, what's the line with A.J.? Like, um, A.J. Johnson or – I was thinking Jayon Brown. I'd probably I would I would start AJ Johnson. Hundred percent, I would yep. too. But okay, but what about like someone like um, LVE, AJ Johnson, uh, Jalen Smith for the Cowboys? Yeah, Jalen Smith. I think it's kind of tough though. I think yeah, I'm not quite ready to put him in that rarefied area yet, but. He's he's at the back end of that Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks. Jordan Good Hicks. One. That's the one where I think I would have the most trouble, and I'd probably still go AJ Johnson. I think I'm going AJ Johnson too. It's tough. It's close, but that's great for him, man. It I is. Mean, that's that's unbelievable that he, we're already talking about him like that. Um, but I mean, it, it, because we should. He's got. I mean, Todd, Todd Davis. Davis is gone. Yeah, that was the big thing. Josie Jules. Not good. Yeah, he's going to be there because they have to have other linebackers on the field. But, yeah, fire him up. He's going to be great. Um, Bradley, Would I, I say he was the third highest rated linebacker last mm-hmm. year? That's right. Yeah, behind uh, Eric Hendricks and Demario Davis. That's right. Really good player. Pay attention. Bradley Chubb, it's good to have him back in our lives. He was trending in the right direction last season. Now, pay attention. There's questions as to whether he'll be available in week one. So listen to Dr. Lezis on the Saturday pod to see what the latest is with him and whether you should feel confident starting him week one. But if he's a full go, get him in your lineup. Justin Simmons, we mentioned, uh, great safety option there, very underrated. Kareem Jackson, I said only if he is designated as a cornerback in cornerback-required leagues. If he's listed as a safety, I'm not starting him. I am starting him in our main league here where he is listed as a cornerback. Green light for Tennessee. Uh, my baby, we just mentioned him, Jayon Brown. Uh, just need him to stay healthy. Really excited for him. Just need health, though. I think he would have been top 24 if he had stayed healthy last year. Jeffrey Simmons, uh, if you have him as a D-tackle and a D-tackle required leagues, um, fire him up. He's going to be great this year. Defensive line, I'm probably not starting him week one. Let's see how he does. You should have better options in DL leagues. Um Rashawn Evans, I think he's a fine option as your LB3. And then Kevin Byer, I love him as a safety two, especially in big play leagues. Yeah, I like it. So it's funny that Jarrell Casey gets his revenge game right off the bat with his former team. Yeah, I know. And he's a guy that I think in D-tackle required leagues could be interesting, but I think there's he's a yellow light for me just because I think there's other better options even in D-tackle required leagues. So he's not a guy I'm like super duper high on. We know Von Miller, very sadly, 
is uh, going to miss the season. More, I did see a timeline that was optimistically like three months. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm seeing closer to the five to six month range. So just anticipate he's going to be out for the year. What was I know, it? He had an ankle or? Yes, his ankle tendon came over the bone. Mm. Really gross sounding. Uh, I know Sigmund Bloom dropped him in our uh, Shark City. Right. So that's a good barometer for me of <laughs> right. it's time to drop him if you have him in those kind of seasonal leagues. Um, so yeah, forget that I'm in leagues with, (laughs) I'm in a league with, right. It's kind of (laughs) crazy. Now there's a big name here that you may be wondering, Josh, you didn't mention this guy. He's been in the news a ton, but that brings us Addy, to our first code red code red. Stay away from this player code red. I'm giving to Jadeveon Clowney. Uh, we've talked about this guy a lot. I think he's a better NFL player than IDP asset. He will have those blow up games for you. But I'm not expecting that fresh off the plane in Nashville. He literally just got there on Sunday. like He just signed this deal. So I think he's going to have snaps. He's going to be in the game. But I think he's going to be on a bit of a pitch count. So I'm not counting on him. uh, And I'm not putting him in my lineup. And I would not advise you to do so as well with Devian Clowney. So that's my code red for week one, Addy. Do that drop again. All right, one more time. You want it again? Code red. Code red. Stay away from this player. I thought that was you and uh, doing that voice when I first heard it. Well, that's, I appreciate that. You could probably do that, couldn't you? Could you? Tra- code red. Code red. Code red. See, that does kind of sound like it's you. pretty good. So it didn't have quite enough grease. I needed someone with a little more grease on their voice. You so can do it. You just got to practice. I just need a little you. practice. Uh, another uh, game here that. I have a lot of intrigue around because there's um, surprisingly some good IDP assets on a team typically not known for IDP. This is the new Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, You're going to fire up Corey Littleton. You're going to fire up Max Crosby and Jonathan Abram. I said Damon Arnett, a first-round pick, very high praise from Mayock this offseason. They cut Prince Amukamura, who was the starter. That's how good Arnett was. They said, bye-bye, Prince. We don't need you. Jonathan Abram, yes, we want certainty in the COVID-19 world, but I'm willing to break that rule with Jonathan Abram. Uh, I have him everywhere as my safety two. I feel really confident. Now, if he's your safety one, I'm a little more nervous, but gosh, as a safety two, he's a great option. Uh, Corey Littleton, if he's your linebacker two, that's the ideal. Even as your linebacker one, I'm going to fire him up. But the reason I have a little bit of hesitancy is because of, let's launch it here, Addy, my game fuel pick of the week. Code no, red. That's the code, code red. red. <laughs> Still learning where all these drops are on the board. Let's try the game fuel pick of the week now. Game fuel. Inject this playmaker into your lineup. My game fuel pick for week one is Nick Kwiatkowski. Uh, again, linebacker three would be the ideal spot, but linebacker two works great as well. I think this is the year that Nick Kwiatkowski becomes a household name. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he led this team in tackles at the end of the season. I just, I'm so excited to see what he's going to do here week one, Eddie. Agree. I love that. Yeah. So that's my pick. It's not the code red pick. Start <laughs> Nick Quick. Don't turn off the pod right now and think, oh, God, I got to get Nick out of my lineup. He's my game fuel pick of the week. Let's hear, you hear that one again. Yeah, it's a good one. Game fuel. Inject this playmaker into your lineup. 
So fun fact, that's actually the Transformers sound that plays over the title credits for one of the movies. I don't know. I found it on YouTube. Oh, it, sounds, it sounds like something my son's been watching. There you go. That's a little bit of a violent movie with tons of Megan Fox cleavage at Well, no, no. Okay, not the movies. We watched the uh, the animated ones There you go, the on cartoons. Netflix, yeah. So uh, a lot less to talk about on the other side of the ball. The Raiders playing the uh, Carolina Panthers. This is a very talent-poor defense right now. Uh, Shaq Thompson, like Schobert, Shaq Thompson is going to get all the tackles, Addy. And I'm, I would go so far as to say this. If he doesn't ball out in week one, I'm going to have some con- concerns about him for this season because there is no reason that he should have a bad, a single-digit week one. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's the guy. He's How it. many freaking vacated tackles are A gone? bajillion, yeah. all of them. So uh, yeah, I, I agree, man. I think he's I think he's in line for a top ten year. If not, he sucks. Yeah, that's it. This is I did see him get stiff armed quite a bit last year. <laughs> well, he's gonna have more opportunities to eat some palm this year. So uh, the other guy there worth mentioning, uh, Brian Burns, yeah. uh, defensive end, two flex start kind of guy. Uh, Expect big things from him. Big yes, uh, Cleland Farrell. It just we like the breakout potential. Not confident week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Tahir Whitehead's very handsome. Not a guy I want to start. Uh, Kwan Short, you can do better in defensive tackle required league. Same thing with Derek Brown. He's like Javon Kinlaw. He's a stash, not a start. Don't go there right now. Um, yeah, and that's really it as far as these two teams, Addy. Yeah. I don't think I have much else. Raquan McMillan. It's worth noting got traded there from the Dolphins. Um. So, Oh, uh, you missed what you missed, Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah, him yeah. in the green lights, everyone. My yeah. fault, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Um, I think they're Burris is getting some buzz there too at safety. But yeah, I mean Chin, Thompson, Burns. Those are the three that. That's I'm, it. Those are the three that I'm. Don't focused worry on. about anybody else. All right, we mentioned it. I, I think so. I think Miami has the worst defense. Looking at it, but I think the Giants are in the mix for worst defense. I have them second worst right now, but this could potentially, if you make a strong case for the Giants, be the worst defense in the league versus the best. I mean, that's how far the talent gap is here. So we're just going to hit the guys quickly for the Steelers because you know these names. TJ Watt, he's the best Watt brother. He's a reliable starter, even though he's an outside linebacker. Don't hesitate if you're in a big play league. Cameron Hayward got a nice payday this week. Very well-deserved. He had his best season in 2019. He's in that camp with uh, Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner as far as defensive tackles. You can always start. Devin Bush, I've said it all offseason. Get ready. The second-year takeover is coming with the Devons. Bud Dupree, one of my favorite IDP flex options, Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm a huge Minka fan. I did not realize he's only 23 years old. That's insane for Dynasty Leagues. That's really nice. Ideally, he's your safety two, but I'm fine personally with him as my safety one. Um, and then you have Terrell Edmonds. So that's what's nice is you have the choice here. Do you want the tackle monster? Go with Edmonds. Big play guy? Go with Minka. Um, Joe Hayden. I love Joe Hayden against Danny Dimes, who had 18 adjusted interceptions last year, which was good for seventh in the league. Now, it's it's hilarious. Jameis Winston threw... 40 adjusted interceptions. This is like when um, a a DB drops a wide open pass that hits him in the hands or a wide receiver makes a great play to swat down a ball that should have been intercepted. Hmm. That's where this comes from. 
it's a little more accurate measure of how careless was the quarterback. And Danny Dimes was mucho, mucho careless. And he didn't play all 16 games. No, he did not. Like maybe 10, if that. 8 to 10. I think he took over week three. He missed a couple games at the end of the season. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not a so good look. So, 17, so I mean, he would have been all over, you know, Jameis Winston probably if he had a full, yep. if full he had, 16 had games. a full, full start, full go, I think he would have challenged Jameis for that title. So, uh, green light for the Giants, not much. Uh, Blake Martinez uh, is in the Shaq Thompson and Joe Schobert all the tackles club. Yep. Uh, Logan Ryan, even fresh off the plane, I'm starting him. He was an absolute baller in 2019, led all DBs we've mentioned before in points in our sleeper league. Jabril Peppers um, has much more appeal now with McKinney gone. So I'm fine, uh, you know, giving, putting Jabril Peppers into my lineup. Again, it depends on how your team is constructed. constructed. I think most of you will probably have better options out there, but if you're in a tight spot, maybe you've had some injuries, you could uh, feel pretty confident starting Jabril Peppers. So there you go. That's uh, that's the New York Giants. Maybe the worst defense in the league versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, again, this is a great opportunity. Fire up all your Steelers offense. Oh, yeah. They are going to roast this Giants defense. So um, just a, a couple more matchups here. Actually, no, this is the last one. And it is... Uh, Kind of a bummer of a game. It's not, again, not one that I have a lot of confidence in for as far as IDP assets go. Stephon Gilmore, uh, I should mention, it's the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Uh, very yucky game for me for multiple reasons. I got stuck with it. We drafted these games, Addy. This is the last pick. I got stuck That's with right. these guys. <laughs> so, Stephon Gilmore, you don't bench the defensive player of the year, especially in the cornerback-required leagues. Green light for the Dolphins. Nobody. This defense is all caps bad. That's why I gave them the nod as the worst defense. Just awful. I think you missed somebody. Who did I miss for the Jerome Baker, baby? I don't I don't think he's a must start. Really? I think he I think you could do a lot better with your linebacking options. I don't think he Maybe it was your linebacker two or three. I think that's probably what he is. I think he's due for a solid year. I mean he was he was he was pretty good last year. I was um, just sad Vince Beagle the dog man. It was on IR. You know, that was sad. Now, there's a couple guys, uh, Shaq Lawson, Kyle Van Noy. If you're desperate, sure, fire him up. Yellow Light, New England, Chase Winovich, Jawan Bentley, Adrian Phillips. I think, you know, some of those guys may be making their way into some lineups. It's tough for me. I don't ever, you know, have any shares of New England players or start New England players. So, but I know Adrian Phillips very high in Mikey Dubs rankings this week for week one. So that's interesting to me. Juwan Bentley, there's going to be a pass linebacker that has value. I would put my money on Bentley. Chase Winovich, they kind of need him to be, you know, a, a good pass rusher there in yeah. New England. So the opportunity's there. We'll just see if he's able to capitalize on it. Yeah, you're right, man. There, you shouldn't have a lot of guys from either of these teams. It's just a lot of... Uh, just a lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. Yep. So I'm excited about Shaq Lawson. I th- I'm I'm hopeful that he's going to have a good year, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right, Addy, it is time. Take us out of here with your code red and game fuel picks of the week. That's code red and that's game fuel right there. Code red pick of the week. Code red. Code red. Stay away from this player. Yannick Ngakwe. Ooh, wow! I know you had a little hesitancy as we were talking through it. 
I just think it's a lot to, you know, expect out of him to come out week one and, and uh, be what we're used to. Um, just so much unknown there, a lot to come in and learn. I mean, this trade just happened. Um, I just would temper your expectations. Um, and then the must start of the week. Game Fuel. Inject this playmaker into your lineup. Hit me with the baby. AJ Johnson, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, if you didn't go with AJ, I'd be supremely disappointed. Thank you for snatching him from the games that I previewed. I mean, all the ones I was looking like, ugh, not are boring. You just had to go with your heart. Yeah. That's what yeah. your heart said. I, AJ Johnson belongs to me. That's my flag on the year. That's right. Uh, AJ Johnson, always. Always and forever. All right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this week one preview. Addy, look at that. About an hour and 15 minutes. We did Hey! That's the shortest episode we've done in a very long time. Hey, that year two leap! I didn't know if we could do it. You know, it's this is all the teams, all the games, all the players. Things should thin out considerably here as we get our work our way into the season, but... We just have uh, a lot to talk about because we don't have a lot of certainty. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week one preview. We want to give a shout out, Addy, as always, to our patrons, Nico, Lauren, and Mediocre. If you like the show, consider uh, giving us a review. That's always really helpful. Make sure you're subscribed. We're going to be coming to you with preview and recap shows. Um, Thursday, we'll do the previews. We'll have the recaps on Sunday nights with Connie. Here, uh, kind of later in the evening, probably during the halftime of the Sunday night games. So probably after the Sunday night games based on how tonight went. But um, we're going to be locked in. We're going to be helping people win some championships. We're already locked in, baby. We're never locked out. (laughs) Well, the levels were doing good until that moment right there, folks. And, uh, yeah, it should be mentioned, um, you know, Daddy, we had a vacation. We had probably our longest break. Since the pod started, we're feeling refreshed. We're feeling good. Hey, I, ain't, I ain't had a vacation, though. You actually went on a vacation. I did go on a vacation. I was here. It was very nice. I had a Rona scare. <laughs> you did have a Rona scare. <laughs> Negative, in case anyone was uh, getting a little bit right. anxious there watching the live that stream. Could have been a false positive, though, Josh. Throat does hurt a little bit. Could be because I'm talking too much, though. So we're going to wrap it up. We will see you guys on Sunday. Enjoy football. Adam, it's back. We have a lot of fun teams, fun storylines to watch. Tonight was a little appetizer. The main entree is coming on Sunday. Enjoy. We will be back with you guys Sunday night. Connie will be here in the studio to break down all the week one action. Let you know what just happened, Daddy. Should be a lot of fun. Maybe a little drunk. Maybe, maybe a little drunk. I'd be shocked if you weren't a lot drunk. Maybe just me talking while Connor and Adam are just face down in a puddle of their own drool. It's going to be a glorious day. Glorious day. Can't wait. You guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Check us out on Anchor. Consider supporting the show for a dollar. If you got a dollar to spare, we'd appreciate it. And, uh, you know, get those lineups set. Check out Dr. Lisa's on Saturday. We'll catch you guys on Sunday. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you like Big 3 IDP, you'll love the IDP guys. 
You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, basically anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, and I mean, mostly I'm just really sorry about Mike's marriage. That's, that's really what I'm here to say. Right, right. If you want hot takes on Mike's failing marriage and talk about poop occasionally, sometimes IDP and fantasy football in general, and you like to worship Babu Freak and follow Tony Johns to protect Baby Yoda, that's the place for you, idpguys.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? It's Josh. And one of the things that you may not know about me is that in addition to hosting this podcast with Bobby and Adam, I'm also a writer. That is my full-time job. But with that said, I'm not as avid as a reader as you might think. That's because it's hard for me to find time to sit down, crack open a book, and read it. But what I do love are audiobooks. And one of my absolute favorites, and I know as football fans you will appreciate this is Boys Will Be Boys, The Glory Days and Party Nights of the Dallas Cowboys Dynasty. I know my boy Johnny the Greek loves this book as well. And you have to check out the audiobook version. Author Mori, the narrator, does a fantastic job bringing this crazy, wild, you-will-not-believe-it-your-jaw-will-drop story from Jeff Perlman to life in such vivid and rich detail that... I really do prefer the audiobook version to the print version. And here's the good news. You can actually listen to it for free. We have partnered up with Audible. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash big3idp, you're going to get a free 30-day trial of Audible. Now, that includes one audiobook plus select Audible Originals. After the trial, you get that same setup with a rotating selection of Audible Originals, plus exclusive sleep tracks and guided wellness programs. Audible has the biggest selection of audiobooks on the planet. It's only $14.95 a month after the 30-day trial. You can cancel anytime, and they'll even send you an email reminder before your trial ends. So go to audibletrial.com slash big3idp. Check out Boys Will Be Boys by Jeff Perlman. You are not going to regret it. That's audibletrial.com slash big3idp. Check it out. Dream team, Adam, Bobby, Josh, you got the news feed. It's the big three, it's the dream team. Big three, IDP, let's go.